1 Corinthians 10, 13. I'm going to paraphrase it off of the King James Bible. There has no temptation overtaken you, but such as is common to man. There are temptations that are common and can overtake us. There's a lot of them. Each of us struggle with them every day. And how to actually get through them. We've got our past experiences. We've got people that have told us how they've done it. And then sometimes we can read others on their ideas on the same thing, you know, people you don't know, like books and stuff online. And sometimes they help, sometimes they don't. And sometimes it takes going through it several times. Sometimes it takes reading more scriptures than finding those extra verses of promise and of the people in, in the Bible that had the faith to overcome certain things. And Paul's mentioning to the Corinthians, he says, the Almighty is faithful to us with mercy and grace and love and truth. He's not going to let us be tempted beyond what we're able to handle. But when we're tempted, he provides a way out so we can escape it, so we can have victory, so we can succeed in our day-to-day -day walk. And sometimes it may seem like, like a day-to-day -day battle. And we'll lose the battle one day, and we'll try to pick it up the next. And sometimes we may even forget about the battle from the previous day. And it just seems like we're stuck in a rut. We're day in and day out. It seems like we have no control. It's like temptation comes in, and sometimes we invite it. Whatever the temptation is. And sometimes we seek after it. We seek after doing, doing our own will and pleasure. And sometimes we can be sidetracked and uh, it can just come when we least expect it. We're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that was going to happen. But then we still have that thought. Oh, am I going to yield to my desires or am I going to resist this? Am I going to push it away? And a couple things to think of is do, I'm asking myself this, so I'll ask it for me. I was asking myself this week and, you know, throughout my life, but specifically this week, and that's why I'm sharing it. Do I want the victory? Do I actually want to succeed? Because I know, I know as believers and we read the Bible and, you know, we've come into the faith and sometimes when we initially come in, it's the best because we just came out of a life of wickedness and we're coming into a life of, of, of goodness, you know? And I think Paul says in Ephesians, the best Ephesians 2, when he talks about by grace we're saved through faith, it's a gift from the Almighty. There is nothing we can do to earn it. We can't buy our way to, to have it. We can't talk our way in obtaining it. There's nothing we can do other than have faith and accept what has already been done and, and given on uh, for our behalf. 
grace is such an incredible concept. And it's, I know I didn't do it justice just saying it in just a minute there, but I mean, there are people who have ministries and that's all they talk about is the grace of salvation, the gift of grace and the salvation we've received through the Messiah, which is our Savior. I mean, that alone, that's the best. Doesn't get any better. I mean, that's that's the culmination of everything in the scriptures with with from the fall until the Savior came and and uh, fulfilled all those prophecies. Well, and then I guess the culmination, I guess the 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 ending victory would be uh, that was the leading point to the um, to the victory Messiah had with what he did on earth for the for the first coming, the second coming. You know, when he comes back to, uh, let me just say, instead of saying, saying second coming, when he comes back and he puts away sin and he establishes the kingdom and evil is no more and when the books are open and those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life are given eternal life, like at that point, and the uh, the dragon, the devil, Satan, the enemy, the adversary, all the fallen angels, they're all thrown into the lake of fire. That's what that's who the lake of fire was created for. Revelation 20 mentions that they're all thrown in there. I think the beast and the false prophet were already in there, maybe maybe some other maybe another but anybody whose name's not written in the Lamb's book of life is consumed by the lake of fire. And it's going to engulf the whole planet, and then the earth is going to be made new. And it's going to be great. And the last two chapters of Revelation talks about no more sickness, sorrow, suffering, death, pain, no more crying. All those former things are, are, are gone. And all good things are going to happen at that point for eternity. You know, those who have accepted the Messiah as their Savior and are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, who have overcome this world, who had faith in the, in the Messiah and kept His commandments, they're rewarded with eternal life. They're the ones who wanted to live their life according to His will. And so that's what I'm asking myself this week. I'm having having some some temptations, some trials come my way. And, you know, when we break through the enemy's assault on on our life, it's, it's when he gives us strength to do it. But we have to want to do it. And then when we pray for the strength to do what we already want to do and what he has mentioned is good for our lives, that's the... That's the balance of not having a defeated life like I've had for years where it's like I want to do his will but I really want to do what I want to do some and then I feel bad for doing it and then I'm 
like, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, help me to not do bad. And then I'll do good for a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to have some me time here and do some bad. And, you know, if you've struggled with sin, like, like I have, it's tough. Sometimes you can justify it. Uh, this isn't really sin. No, or this sin isn't so bad. Hey, there's a lot of worse sins out there. This isn't bad. It's not like I'm blaspheming. It's not like I'm committing sacrilege. I'm not, you know, whatever the, however we justify it. Oh, this isn't murder. You know, murder's, because murder's real bad in this society. So we're like, hey, as long as we don't kill anybody. But what if we hate somebody? What if we hate them so much we're verbally abusing them? We're shunning them. We're not forgiving them. In our mind, we just, we hate them. Well, the Messiah mentions us not to do that. Hate in the heart is also, is like spiritual murder. And there's no reason to verbally abuse anybody. You know, it's just, I think everybody's on the same page and knowing that all that stuff is bad. And if, if not, we read in scripture how it's bad. You know, how we treat people, we can be doing oh, all points A through you know, one through ten, oh, we're, I'm doing this great. Physically, but mentally. Like, are we fantasizing and lusting after someone else's wife? Are we, you know, being jealous about something? Something, someone, what they have, what they look like, what they can do, what we can't do? Oh, man, I wish I could do that. You know, and then it, it, it takes hold. It's, uh, and it's, it's a never-ending battle. And sometimes it can be exhausting. Well, first Corinthians, when Paul's mentioning the Corinthians, he says, hey, he says, there are a lot of temptations that generally affect us all. And they can't overtake us. But he, the one, the Most High, he does not let us be tempted beyond our ability to resist the temptation, but he provides a way out so that we have an option to succeed. I mean, that's great. And when I read that verse, I realized that many times when there seemed like there was a temptation that came through, like, oh, I'm, I'm, being, temp I'm being tempted right now. And I was like, wait a second. I, I, I felt like I was cornered, you know? And I was like, okay. What can I do? Because sometimes I'm like, hey, this corner, I guess this corner's not so bad. Sure, why not? And then sometimes I'm like, I'm either going to go straight through this person or I'm going to turn around and I'm going to break this corner down. You know, whether it's a cave, a brick wall, wood studs. It's like I'm going to pray to scale it or to just bust through it. It's like some way I'm getting out of here. Maybe maybe the sides. Maybe there's a side way. You can, you can slip out the side. There's always a way. And sometimes we can feel. We can feel stuck in that situation by stuff we've said. Maybe pride. Maybe feeling the pressure from other people looking. Peer pressure. Peer pressure can be one or many. You know, in a situation. We can be talked into it. We can say stuff that lead that, oh, I don't want to offend this person. So we say stuff to that makes them think we really want to do it, but we don't. And they're like, 
Hey, uh, how about this? He's still giving me the green light to go, and really we're not. You know, and sometimes you can lead up to a temptation, whatever that temptation is. But that's one part. And another, another verse I want to mention is, I just want to, well, I want to mention this also. Pray. Pray for strength. Sometimes you have to pray that you want to have the strength. If you're struggling, you don't have the strength. Maybe, you know, at one point, I prayed to just have the strength to want to do it. To want to do good and to not want to do bad. Because I knew in my heart what was right. And it, it, was just, it was just a tough time. Anyways, that, that'll be for this verse and then I'll do another verse.